Cypher Circle is back in session. What's up, y'all? Uh, if you didn't know, now you do. This is home of all things artistic. Uh, as usual, you know my spiel. You got a poem, a song, a rap, uh, just a conversation you want to have, some artwork you want to show us. This is the place to come get your thoughts and feelings and art heard and show it to us. So uh, if you're interested in coming on the show, just uh, message me at Dylan Lawler on Facebook or email me at lostboy420x at gmail.com. As always, guys, before we get started, I just want to take a second to talk about mental health. Um, uh, As I always say, it's a big part of what we do here. It's a big part of art and what all artists do, whether it's poetry or songs or whatever it is. Um, So for all the artists, um, keep using it as a therapy to get your inner demons out there and um, to everybody out there, else out there, uh, I just want to say that there is always someone to talk to, a friend, a f- family member, a colleague, you know, uh, call me, I'll talk to you, uh, any of the above. And if you don't feel comfortable with any of those, there is a hotline uh, that you can call or text at 988, or they have a website that goes with it, lifelinecrisis.com. Um, and there's also another resource you can visit called betterhelp.com. Um, they will help you get hooked up with a therapist in like two days. Um, and it's therapy is expensive and this is one of the cheapest options I've found out there. Um, so that's good. And if you don't vibe with the therapist, they'll like switch it out. And until you find somebody that you actually enjoy talking to, cause that's the most important thing about therapy is having somebody you enjoy talking to. Uh, so anyway, guys, I, I hope you guys find some help there. Um, so moving on with the show. Um, you guys voted for our last week's throwback artist and it was, I mean, everybody did amazing, but the voting was, you blew it out of the water. She won by a landslide and this, she deserves it. So, uh, without further ado, let's, uh, let's play the clip of our throwback artist tonight. So the first one I have is the suicide note. All right, all right. I'll drop myself out of here and uh, we'll hear it. The suicide note. With a single shot, the neighborhood quiets. There's a scream from a house down the block. They scream, hurry, please run and call 911. And the house quickly fills up with cops. We have first responders and newscast crews hovering outside on the streets. With their concerning intentions, they ask all kinds of questions about what actually happened here tonight. There's camera flashes and photographers and investigators questioning mom in the kitchen. She's trying to hold her composure while she's emotionally tortured about the truth of her daughter's addiction. All the silent cries and all the failed tries and the demons that nested in her bed, heading her hating herself, draining her mental health, so she silenced the noise in her head. Before she picked up the pen and she let it out on paper, she picked up the gun, she said, fuck it, I'm done, and she loaded one into the chamber. There's matter blown across the bed, the gun still resting in her hand. There's a suicide note beside an empty plate of Coke and a pipe on her bed nightstand. And the note read, Dear Mom, I'm sorry. Dear Mom, I'm sorry. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. There were parts of me that were broken and they just kept filling me up until I was choking and the pain, it wouldn't stop, it just worsened. 
I tried to wake each day, think of a positive that I could be grateful for. I tried pencil to paper and all kinds of emotional escapers, but nothing seemed to work anymore. So please understand that I did this for me. The voices in my head are now silenced. You could turn me into ashes or you could put me into a casket, but just know now that God has got me now in his presence. You don't have to worry about me anymore. You can go on about your life. You can put me in a frame. I'll never age. I'll stay the same. I'll be a memory of when life was nice. And please just try to remember me as the daughter who is always smiling. Don't think about the friction that I caused you in my addiction. I want you to smile every time you walk by me. And just know that the pain that caused my misery isn't weighing on me anymore like gravity. Know that this is what I wanted and that I'm no longer haunted and that I'm free by the chains that bound me. That one hits harder every time I hear it, guys. I mean, seriously, that is a deep poem by a deep artist, and she definitely deserved that spotlight. Uh, so moving on, uh, our first artist tonight he goes by the name The Uno, and um, he, uh, when he's not writing poetry, he's enlightening the minds of our youth um, as a tr Trinidadian um, school teacher. Uh, pardon me. Um, and uh, on top of all that, he is also uh, part of a group initiative called Bomb With Words, and their mission is to um, enlighten the public and bring awareness to mental health through um, poetry and writing and stuff like that. Uh, he also has a book that just came out today at midnight, and the book is called Midnight, uh, and you can find that on Amazon, so go check that out, and uh, you can find the links to all his socials and his book and everything like that at uh, thepoetrycnr.weebly.com. I'm going to spell that out for you. That's T-H-A, um, poetrycnr.weebly.com. Uh, so go check him out there. He's been one of my favorite artists for a while. I've been wanting to get him up here for a while. So without further ado, uh, let's get him up here. So Wonder Woman, in her eyes, her heart, and soul, there's a fire, a burning passion and desire, breaking free from the change, shattering all those constraints. She is strong. She's fierce. A force to be reckoned with, no fear. She stands tall with her head held high. With every step, she defies every lie. She is the embodiment of power, a symbol of strength that towers above those who seek to bring her down. She wears her crown with an unwavering frown. She's a warrior, a fighter, a beacon of hope and a rescuer. She fights for justice and equality. She stands out against every misogyny and as Trini say, Mama Guy. She is the essence of grace, the true epitome of beauty. Her strength lies in her heart, her power and unbreakable spirit. She is a force to be reckoned with, a true inspiration a gift. She is what a wonder woman in all her glory. A story that will live on in history. Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, so, up, man? How well, you doing? I must, 
I must say thank you for allowing me a little space in your circle because yeah. just like how you wanted me on for a little while, I wanted to come on like probably show number three, number four, but due to time, yeah. well, no, we, uh, we all got things going on, and, and I mean, that's of, yeah, uh, so here goes Big Hero Six tonight. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about that that thing we just that poem we just heard? Uh, a Wonder Woman was is that what it was yeah. called? Yes, um, I actually wrote that um, back for Women's Day this year. So I that was my dedication to all these strong women of the world because. Yes, we are men, but we can only do so much. There are so much more that women could do better than us, as they say. And you know what? They they do they deserve the credit. You know, I yes. I was uh, I was raised by a single mom. Um, I mean, I, I I did I did have a relationship with my dad, um, but I was primarily raised by a single mom, and and I know how, how hard that can be. And, um, I mean, not, not, not just motherhood, but just mm-hmm. be, being, being a strong woman in, in any, in any country in, in this world right now. Um, and, yeah. and, I, and I just saw, um, the struggle my mom went through growing up. And, uh, so I definitely have a strong respect for women and a strong mm-hmm. respect for strong women. Um, I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe not so, so much respect for like, and really anybody who who doesn't like kind of kind of respect themselves and 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 push to be that that strong ind- independent person so whether it's a man or a woman like i respect people who are who are strong and independent and and i know a lot of women who are like that so um yes props, props yeah. to you well, 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 well we are all, yeah we almost have the same Thing because I was also brought up by a single mom. I don't really know my father at all, so I know that everything that she did. So she was one of the first Wonder Woman of my life. Then growing up, seeing a lot of women who supposed to be getting the credit, they are the ones don't get it, and people could only play. And this is why I say kudos to all Wonder Woman, single mothers, women who are going above and beyond what they're supposed to do. Absolutely. So, 100% superheroes. You named it correctly. Uh, yeah. Fantastic tribute. I, I appreciate that. Uh, so what, t- talk about a little bit about yourself. What, uh, what, okay. what, got, you, what got you started uh, writing? Okay, well, I started writing when I was very young, about 9, 10. Then I stopped writing. I tried to do it, but I will say in college, there were some professors who were like, my writing wasn't for them. I actually stopped. I didn't even think about writing again until COVID started. And that was my release. And... I will call her one of the Wonder Woman of education. Um, she, when I wrote my first poem, she is, was the president of our teachers' union. She literally reached out to me 
and that after that that is what one of the things that really got me back into writing seeing that you know somebody actually liked what i wrote right yeah like a facebook status yeah so it wasn't really meant for anything but to see someone like that actually reaching out to me yeah say yeah it gives you you motivation it's it's yes yeah Yeah, it's inspirational Mm -hmm. absolutely Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, what are you? Uh, what are you uh, cur- currently up to now? I mean, you talked a little bit about your start, but yes. what are you? Uh, what are you trying to do with your writing? And, and uh, I mean, you okay. got to well, well, I, I, I was at, well, midnight. I was actually hoping I could have gotten a company to do it, but I. What I found out was a lot of them just doing it for the money. They they actually requested money before I do it because I learned something from my last book and some of the previous pieces where these reputable companies actually taking it and making a profit off me as I see a lot of real artists doing it like playing music. So I say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'll just self-publish on Amazon until I could really get some money and self-published on here good for you man i 100 percent support and respect all independent artists mm-hmm. think most if not all major labels are shit bags and they and they and they just steal they steal artists they steal their soul they steal their their artwork their their money and they just mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's garbage it's uh, i have almost no respect for uh label uh so I, I and i support you it's it's a harder it's a harder um thing to do it's harder to get yourself out of there like get out there as an independent artist but here's here's the key is when you're part of a big major label you have to divide up your check and pay all these all these people. When you're an independent mm-hmm. artist, it's a smaller check, but you get all of it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a bigger piece of a smaller pie. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is, I don't know if it's all over the world, but in Trinidad, there's a saying, why do, you don't need to eat a whole loaf, you could eat enough to live the day. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, people, get, people get greedy and then they get fucked over, and and that's mm-hmm. that, that's what happens. Um. So, uh, what? Tell us. Uh. Just. Just. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about this. Uh. This group that you're in. Um. Helping. Helping bring. Uh, awareness yeah. to mental health. Yes. Okay. So, it it came about like same way. Papi reached out to me. Where. These people saw my work and they asked me if I was interested. So when I was listening to it, I don't always um, buy into doing these things. But when I heard they say that it's actually something to actually reach the whole world, because mental health is not only something that affects us in Trinidad or U.S. or Africa, India. It's a human problem. Yeah. So, so this is where they. So when I heard, I say yes. Of course, I'll learn some of my pieces to bring mental health because 
Um, my second piece is actually get towards uh, mental health because you'll see where you affect your own mental health, but how mental health is affected by everybody else who come to you. And uh, well, I wouldn't give away too much until the no, yeah, absolutely. But I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you uh, having so much support and just like bringing awareness to mental health because it's not, it's not something everybody thinks about every day. I'm even though everybody struggles with it, it's not something everybody thinks to to talk about. And 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 even even when you have mental health problems, it's hard to talk about them. It makes mm -hmm. it hard to talk about them when you have them. So I appreciate you you coming on here and, and you being part of just the community of mental health and and, and helping yeah. us step forward. Yeah, well, um, well, what what I will do when I do the second poem, since I know I'll have a lot of friends who from Trinidad, just to get it. So even if it goes out there. I will give um, the second poem, some of the helplines for mental health available in Trinidad. Awesome. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I found it hard. Um, I just used the generic one that I found as it's because it's a mm -hmm. website and it's also something that you can text um, rather than like yeah. a, a connected to like an area code um, yeah. because everybody watches from a different place. And I was trying to just give generic um, resources mm -hmm. for people, yeah, for so people to find, um, that they could find on the internet, which is available from almost anywhere in the world. Yeah. Uh, if you have something. Yeah. And this one will, as you say, it's the generic, but it wants the internet that, that is one, well, it's three numbers that you could actually try to reach out to. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so, but before we get to that, uh, what's your what's your first poem tonight? Okay, well, Mister um, Laula, get ready because this is dedicated to you and to the show. I appreciate it, man. All right, what's it called? It's called Circles. All right, let's get to it. <clears throat> circles in an empire of creativity where hearts are free. There is a show that breaks barriers, lost voice, cipher circle, you see. Hosted by a fearless soul, Dylan Lawler, his spirit unshaken, an artist embracing others, a red gem who is so unspoken. Each passing episode, a sanctuary unfolds, a sacred space where stories are told. Dylan, an orchestrator of unity, his purpose clear to provide a haven unadulterated where art conquers fear. Lost Boy Cypher Circle, a stage unlike the rest, where artists intertwine with a flow untainted and blessed. No fragrance of deceit, no venomous lace. Only genuine artists embracing their unique place. Dylan, the guardian of untamed artistry, empowering others to unleash their creativity. Through spoken word, rap, art, rhythmic verse, he ignites passion in souls, lifting them from every curse. The beats reverberate as hearts open wide. In this sanctuary, identities can no longer hide. From forgotten dreams to the unspoken pain, 
each artist find solace, their truth and their reign. Blessings upon blessings, freely shared with grace. Boom! Goes the Dylan Might. The host, never judging, never misplaced. He stands tall, a beacon of strength, when darkness looms, guiding lost souls, helping them find their own truths. Lost Boys Cypher Circle, where dreams are born, where souls unite, their battles adorn. No space for boundaries, for limits, or walls, only room for growth and inspiration for all. Dylan, the fearless artist, with vision so clear, creating a revolution, breaking through every fear. Lost Boy Cypher Circle, a testament of his might, a symphony of voices embracing boundless flight. Come on, join the circle. Let your story be told amidst the flowing verses. Let your ambitions unfold. We are all Lost Boys searching for our place. Through Dylan's guidance, we find our solace and our grace. Lost Boy Cypher Circle, an enchanting tale where artists congregate, give praise as their spirits never fail. In a haven of artistry, no lyric. Technical difficulties. Don't freeze on me now. Oh, I was loving that. I was loving that. All right, let's see. We'll we'll bring him back up in a minute if he can if he can uh, recover his uh, his motion here. Oh man, come on, come on back to me. That was awesome. I was loving that, dude. All right, all right. Well, um, we will bring him back up. Um, and we're, we're going to move on with the show because the show must go on. But, um, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, he's coming back. Yes. Let me eat my words. Yes. All right. You're back. Uh, you're yes. back. All right. Okay. All right. I don't know what happened yet. Do you know where you were? <laughs> well, you can, you I can, don't can, see myself on screen. Is everything else I was not seeing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know? Okay. Do you know where you were in the poem? I can. Okay. Uh, no. No, um, okay, um, what I could do, let me just do it fast, which is the end part. So come on, join the circle. Let your story be told amidst the flowing verses. Let your ambitions unfold. We are all lost boys searching for our place. Through Dylan's guidance, we find solace and grace. Lost boys, cypher circle. An enchanting tale where artists congregate, give praise as their spirits never fail. In this haven of artistry, no lyric goes to waste. Speak now, Dylan Lawler, our fearless hope. Keep our flow chaste. And that was the end. Dude, fucking thank you. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is amazing. That's like my new fucking, that's my new theme. That's my new theme. Like, e e whether you win the the uh, throwback artist or not, I'm playing that again at some point on this show. That was 
awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, how it, yeah I, I think how it actually cut off, I better record it and send it to you. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That was that was amazing. And you literally captured – sorry. You literally captured the essence of literally everything this show is about and everything I'm about. Like, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it so yeah. much. That yeah, was like yeah, – I mean, As I, I said – I cannot see all the shows in its fullness, but boom goes the dynamite. I know and love those bits and pieces you always give. Man, I appreciate it. And, and dude, anything you watch, even if it's like two minutes, five minutes, even if you just like the thing, like I said, man, everything shows support. Usually I ask the artist what inspired it. Obviously, I know what inspired it. I All I got to say is just thank you, thank you, thank you. That was fucking awesome, dude. I, I appreciate it. You are most welcome. Oh man, I can't I can't wait to hear your second piece. Um I'm gonna drop you down out of here and uh get yes. get the show rolling. I'll I'll see you in a few minutes. All right. Yo, that was that was awesome. We got a new theme song, boys and girls, lost boys and girls. Um let's get to it though. Uh our next artist, you guys have wanted her back. I've wanted her back. She's a fan favorite. She's a my favorite. And she doesn't even need an introduction, but I'm going to give her one anyway. Uh, she's a poet. She's a spiritualist. She's an activist. Uh, she's a coordinator and host of so many events. I've lost track at this point. And on top of all that, she just started her own show. Uh, it's all about talking about spirituality and um, everything spiritual and, and just the energy we put out into the world and how it affects us and how it comes back to us. Um, and she's just going to be talking about all that. And she's got a fantastic, fantastic first episode out already that just came out last week. Um, so if you guys want to go check that out, you can uh, find her on YouTube at misunderstood queen. I'm going to spell that out for you. That's miss like miss uh, the, the help me out here. Something uh, what you refer to a woman as I, I apologize. MS um, understood. And then Queen, K-W-E-E-N. Um, and that's on YouTube. Um, and you can also follow her on Facebook at Queen's Crown, spelt the same way. Um, or on Insta at Bring, bring It To Themic. Uh, Themic. I'll have her, I'll have her uh, help me out with that. But anyway, guys, she's one of my favorites. She's one of your favorites. And I said it last time. I'm going to say it again. Most importantly, she's a queen down to her fucking core. So she deserves the name Queen. Let's bring her up here, y'all. So oh, one dog oh. that wrong timing can you faster than a bullet if you ever ever sign me two worlds colliding, beautifully falling, chaotic insanity. Funny how I want you next to me, but your love will be the death of me. So I sit on the sidelines adoringly, giving you the core to me. Entangled in this thing we call orbiting, wishing I could time travel to the right time, to the right time. But I guess this ain't the right time. Shit. Hey! Every time I hear it. What's up, Queen? How you doing? I'm doing all right tonight. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm I'm enjoying doing this show, and I'm and I'm love that you're back on. Everybody loves you. Awesome. I love you. This is this is awesome. You're one of <laughs> you're one of like I was saying. You're one of everybody's favorite poets, uh, who who oh, I've wow. had on the show. So yeah. Um, 
Well, uh, for those of who, those of you who don't know her, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what got you started? Um, so I'm Queen, um, and so um, I'm the owner of Catalina Wine Mixer Jam Sessions. Um, I do open mics and things of that such. Um, I started writing at 16. Um, just kind of playing around with it with a couple of my friends and I found that it was a release. And so um, going through a lot of things at that time in my life, I was able to uh, heal and overcome a lot of it uh, through writing. Awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's basically uh, with, with some minor details, that's, that's my story as well. You know, I, I started, pretty young but you know i just like that's for 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 a lot of people like i i just love that it's it's a therapy and that's and that's what it is that's what it is first and foremost for people is like it's just a way to like deal with what's going on in your life and whatnot um yeah yeah um so um what's the uh what's the first piece you're gonna be doing for us tonight um it's called shine on me Okay, cool. I can't. I can't wait to hear it. Um, I feel like I talk too much, so I'm gonna let you do some more talking, and uh, I'll drop myself out of here. All right. I took a backseat to the bullshit. I'm yelling, Lord, come and grab the wheel. Don't you see me on this battlefield? I'm fighting demons and I'm killing them. I'm fighting battles and I'm winning them. I wanna find my way, but I can't seem to get it right as shit. Looking for the light, but I can't seem to find my way and shit. Dear God, do you hear me? Help me out this hell hole. My vision getting blurry. Friends looking like enemies and families looking like foe. I just need for you to shine on me. I'm up to my nose. Took so many losses, I can't even take no more. Shine your light up on this and Set the path straight for me. Calling on my faith, but my strength is really wavering. Sure, I saw the finish line, but it's just a simple dream. Imagine my frustration looking at another hill to climb. I know my time coming. As long as I'm up in this race, I never stop running. I just need your light on me to give me all the energy to make it to the finish line before I slip and lose my mind. queen. I like that one. Your flow, your flow is getting better. I mean, obviously, I don't know. Was that is that old piece a new piece? Uh, I've just that's that's uh, a that's one of the first I've heard that's you um, kind of rapping, and and I, I love your flow. It's 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 improving and it's it's great. Uh, it's um it's it's not new, but it's not old. Um, is it is that something? Is like more the rapping side of poetry something you've been like more leaning into recently and like trying to work on uh, as opposed to like more more like soft spoken or or not rhyming poetry? Um, say that again. I'm sorry. Um, so like recently, have you been have you been trying to get in? Uh, have you been um trying to uh, improve and and focus more on like the rapping um flows? like rapping kind of uh, side of poetry or uh, um, have you just, or do you like balance the two? Cause you have, you have, you know, many different styles that I've heard. A lot of it has been like um, soft spoken or some, some that doesn't even rhyme. 
um, which is, which is, I, I love that kind of poetry. And then you have other stuff that's like, you, you're like almost, you're spitting bars. I mean, there's no almost about it. You're, you're coming on here and you're flowing and you're like, so it's like, I'm not sure if you're, or if you're intentionally leaning more towards the music lately, or if, uh, you just balance them out. Um, music is always in me. Um, I do a lot with the artist side of things and, uh, music production and all that stuff like that so it's always in me right now what i'm doing is i'm just playing with everything i'm literally like in my creative bag and i'm doing whatever feels like i need to do to express that piece. hell yeah if it calls for me to stop speaking and i'll stop speaking if it calls for me to kind of have more of a flow with the with what i'm expressing then i'll go with that route um right. what so i've learned is that Huh? No, it's that I mean that that uh, makes it so that it's always you and it's authentic. So you're not like forcing forcing it out. Uh, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. Right. Going with what what you're feeling, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, for me, what I've learned is it's easier for me to get it out better if it's kind of like you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I express myself fine either way, but just you know, it just comes out better when I have that flow with it so right I get what you're saying so uh tell us a little bit about like the feelings behind that poem and what what inspired it um so with that poem that's kind of basically um talking about just really going through a lot of things I know we we all deal with different battles and different struggles um but I'm talking about that place where it just seemed like it doesn't get better. Like it just keeps on, keeps on, keeps on, keeps on. Just life is really tearing you down. And it's really like a cry to God. Like, I just need you to see me in my affliction. I need you to see me in what I'm going through and just shine on me, put that light on me, give me some type of hope about tomorrow or what's to come or, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I've, I've endured this much you know what I mean? How much more? Or, you know, can I get a reward in the middle of? Or <laughs> so it's right. just basically begging, feeling like you're you're blinded from God's vision and asking him to just see me in all that yeah. I'm going through. That's yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, thank you. Um, before I get you out of here, I just want to, in your words, I want to hear a little bit more about this show that you just started um the tree of life yes um so the tree of life is um basically just trying to bridge that gap between religion and spirituality uh for me i grew up in the church my mom's a preacher you know my grandma was an usher deaconess you know everybody had their thing in the church and so it was rule routine you go to church on sunday you go to bible study on wednesday choir rehearsal on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, worship, you know, all of that. Um, but as I got closer to God, I knew that what was being taught wasn't all of who God was. And so it was always a disconnect. I'm a strong believer that God is in everything. He uses everything. He teaches through all things, situations and circumstances. And as I got closer to to my spiritual side, I, I saw that 
a lot of people demonized it. Um, that oh, you're doing witchcraft, or that's not of God, or and what I've learned is that it's the same thing. It's just called different, you know. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm doing is just trying to trying to bring both sides together so that we can all live to our full potential and to our full power here on this earth. You know what I mean? With the tools yeah. that he's given us, you know what yeah. I mean? So Absolutely. And I mean, what the, the I was- I, I, I kind of have, I, I kind of have the same beliefs in a sense. I mean, I, I'm not very religious, but I am very spiritual. Um, and I, I was raised with a lot of relatives who were Christian, but then a mom who, who was Wiccan. And, and she always told me that the what she, what she believes is that as long as you're, what you're practicing isn't hurting anybody else, that you should be free to, to worship God in whatever way you feel necessary, whether you want to call it a he or a she or an it or whatever you want to, you know, refer to it as, or, um, however you want to worship it, as long as you're not, um, hurting anyone else, you should be, you should be free to, to do that. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely have the same kind of belief, um, about that and, and was raised uh-huh. the same, same way. Um, I, I, I really I like agree. the first, I mean, everybody's relationship with God. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my thing is every everybody's relationship with God is personal. And yeah. so however God calls you to worship him and praise him, then that's between you and God. I do agree with your mom as well that it's all about intent. You know, it tells us it's not what comes out of a man. It's not what, you know what I mean? It's what right. comes out of him that defiles him. So it's about your heart. And your right. reasons and your motives, and that's why we have to operate in truth at all times. Absolutely, I really like the first episode and, and, and everything you were saying in it. Um, and uh, okay. at, at some point, at some point, um, if if you'd have me on, I'd I'd love to come on and 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 uh, talk with you a little bit more uh, about it because because yeah. uh, this is definitely my kind of conversation. Uh, <laughs> Sure. Uh, I could yeah, I could sit here and talk talk for hours about it, but um, we do have a show to do. <laughs> um, so make sure everybody goes and checks her out. Um, on YouTube at Misunderstood Queen. Um, you want to uh, pronounce that? Sunday Instagram? at seven thirty. Yes, Sunday at seven thirty. Uh, we do have a page called The Tree of Life on Facebook. Just look under your pages. You will find us, The Tree of Life. Um, even if you can't find us, you go to my page, Queen's Crown. I've got the, the page link and tag there so that you can get on over there again. Every Sunday, we'll be going live um, at 730. This Sunday, we're going to be talking about um, spiritual. Hold on one second. We're going to be talking about spiritual. Connections, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward yes. to that. Yes. And I hope, yes. I hope all of my audience. Beautiful uh, alliance. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. That's what it is. Spiritual alignment. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I can't. I can't wait to see it, and uh, I hope everybody else goes and checks it out. And I'll. Uh, I'll catch you in a few minutes for your next poem. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good one. All right, guys, let's keep the show rolling. Our next guest goes by the name Majixa. 
Um, she is uh, an upcoming poet, um, and she also incorporates forms of shamanic, um, shamanic, shamanic. I don't know how if I'm saying that correctly, uh, but drumming into her um, a, um, presentation. And when I heard that, I thought that it was extremely unique and a, a super cool idea. And I love that we have so much like diversity on the show and people feel comfortable just coming on and performing their arts in different ways. Um, I love that. Um, so if you guys want to go check out her, um, uh, what she does, um, you can follow her on Facebook at Majixa Musings, um, or you can visit her website, majixamusings.wordpress.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm so excited to see this, this drumming and, and what she's got for us tonight. So let's, let's bring her up here. I'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region to Southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot First Nation tribes of Siksika, the Pekani, the Ganai, the Stony Nakoda First Nation tribes of Chiniki, Bearspaw, and Wesley, and the Sutina First Nation. The city of Calgary is also homeland to the historic Northwest Métis and to Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3, Majixa. Hey, how you yo, doing? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's up? What's up? How you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Pretty cool. Good. Thanks. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having uh, me and for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, first of all, I appreciate um, that little that little tribute that you that you uh, did in your flyer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of the native tribes. And uh, I think... The way that my people got here was fucked up and it's bullshit, but there's nothing I can do about it, but show my, show my support for them now. So, um, I appreciate that. Um, so tell the, tell the people a little bit about yourself and, uh, what you do. Well, like most of us, uh, started writing at a young age, uh, got handed a camera at age 12. And next thing I know, off I go taking pictures and writing poetry and uh, finally, the, the two just started combining where some of my poetry became part of my picture and my picture became part of my poetry. And, and then there's this new thing called the Voem, which is where you do the video poem. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I've had a digital artist on here. I think uh, it was last week. It was our it was our spotlight artist, actually. Uh, she she does that. She makes her poems into uh, digital art. So that's super cool. That's super cool that you do that. Um, so what, what, what got you started? What were you, how old were you? Well, like I said, I was like 12 when I got the camera, got my first okay, poem so published in, in high school. Oh, wow. And, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, recently, uh, published again in the last couple of years with Polar Borealis, an online magazine. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I mean, I, I've only... I've been publishing a few small things, um, but I've, I've yet to get my, like, my masterpiece out there, or, or, or at least one of them. Uh, so I, I admire you for that. That's awesome. Um, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the first piece you're going to be doing for us tonight? The Writer's War. All right. All right. I'll, uh, I'll drop myself out of here. Let's hear it.
I need to be surrounded. Yet I must be alone. I must have my friends, but what do I say when I chase them away? A social life is what I crave, yet instead, I wish to be divorced from the same. I want to dance and sing from outside the ring. I must be in on the outside. And when I hurt, I want a hug, but I push you away so I can feel it that much more. I seek only understanding and strive for greater limits. But where are you when I need you? Have I chased you away? And when I shrink inside myself, my shadow becomes limitless so that I cannot see beyond where you stand on the edge of my, sorry, on the edge of my horizon, imploring my intention. As always, I move around, getting the angles, seeking truths, pondering illusions, wasting away on the outside while my interior blooms with unimagined potential seizing networks of ideas rising and falling as the ebb and flow of a tide never ending never beginning but always around so immersed in chaos and creation that i can no longer tell the difference and yet i must for that is my function what is the question? Who is the person? Where is the place? When is the time? Why must I ask? Curiosity, I say. But why? And I reply, why not? For in the beginning, somebody wondered, as did another. Every answer spawned another question ad infinitum. The great circle of chaos and creation always around, inside or outside or on the edge, to be or not to be, that is the question, the writer's war. The end. Okay, I wasn't sure, I'm, I'm sorry. I like the I like the drum beat at the end, and I'm sorry I ruined it. I completely ruined the mood there, but that was that was awesome. Um, you uh, you you want to tell us a little bit about it in your own words before I run my mouth? Sure. Um, I think as uh, as writers, we're we're all struggling on that edge of needing the information that that the socials gives us, but at the same time. The writer must be alone with the work. Mm -hmm. Right. At the end, yeah, it, it's it's for the public, but at the end of the day, it is a solitary, it's between you and the page at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely understand that. And you definitely captured um, the essence of what that's like and what that feels like. Um, so I, I appreciate that. And um, I love your style, your motif um that your your the the drumming it's uh fantastic um i used to but back when i was uh, a lot younger um i used to take a, a a few classes uh in school 
where I learned that kind of drumming and I always wanted to get back into it. But uh, that's, that's awesome that you do that. It's just like, a, it's one of those hand drums. That's like, like a deer hide or something like that. Um, uh, made into like a little hand drum or is it? Remo. Uh, oh, okay. What um, do you want? Is there, is there any way you could show it? Oh, okay. Um, it's not coming in that clearly, but yeah, I can see. I can see. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, that, that's, I mean, it's so unique that you just like, where did you come up with that idea uh, to add, to add that into your uh, like performances? Well, uh, it's a Buffalo drum. If you look up Buffalo drum, Remo, mm -hmm. R-E-M-O. And along uh, with my journey, I felt drawn to the drum. And the drum is mother's heartbeat of earth in all of us. Like and that. it really, it brings us to nature. And one of the reasons I have an interest in it is that the, the vibrations of the drum connect us to our divine. And for that reason, I thought, you know, the drum would be my way to come back to myself. Um, so I thought it should be part of the poetry, not separate from it, and that it belongs with the poetry, not by itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I like that. I like that. And and your the whole philosophy on it. Uh, I love when um, an artist has, I mean, we all obviously we all do things for reasons, but I love um, hearing just some of the things that like inspire um, different artists ideas and just like the story behind them. Because um, sometimes it's it's something from childhood. Sometimes it's something they, they found along the way or, or, and I just love hearing all these different stories. And, um, but that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That you do that. Um, but, uh, one more time before I get you out of here, um, if you guys want to go follow her, you can follow her at Majixa Musings on Facebook. Um, or you can go to her website, uh, Majixa Musings, uh, dot Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you, what do you have on there? Your website? Uh, some of my photos and poetry. Uh, I've got one uh, that was like sort of the, how do you say, the original uh, combination where I saw the picture, I saw the face, and the poem just came with it. And cool. so if, if you go to the website, you'll see my pictures and poetry. And just getting off the ground, so not too fancy yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand. I mean, I'm just, I'm just starting things off too. I mean, this is our only our sixth show. Uh, so, but yeah, I appreciate you coming on and I uh, can't wait to have you up for your second poem in a few minutes. So I'll catch you in a little bit. Thanks Dylan. Yeah, no problem. Man, so much unique talent on this show. I am truly, truly blessed to have all these people that I've, that I've had in the past six weeks. This is amazing. Uh, we're going to bring one of them back up on here. Another one that you guys have been waiting for. I've been waiting for. She's one of your favorites. She's one of my favorites. We've been wanting her back up here since the moment she shut off her camera. Let's be honest. Uh, she's a poet. She's a rapper. She's a certified Reiki healer. Um, she also dabbles 
in holistic medicine, and she recently just took up drumming. So I'm interested to hear a little bit about that. Uh, if you want to go check out her Reiki studio, you can. It's called Reiki Soul Studio. Uh, you can go check that out online, um, or you can follow her at Robin Bowser on Facebook. Uh, so without further ado, let's bring Robin up here, guys. Direction. Teach them not to be kind. What's up? <laughs> yeah, How are you? Yeah, yeah. I jam out to that every time I hear it. I love that. You've got to send me the whole thing. That is. That oh, is I will. Awesome. It's almost finished. It's not even. I didn't. It wasn't even finished when I said yeah. It was that's, just something I was working on like, that day. Dude, that's but it's dope. done now. Yeah. Oh, awesome! I'm I can't wait really to hear it. Um. So you've been on the show before. Most most people know you, but for those who don't, uh, let's hear a little bit about you. All right. I am Robin. I'm 42 years old and I am a mother of three. Um, I had a lot of kids in my home though growing up. So I had my sister's kids and I had all the neighborhood kids. It's kind of like the go-to house. Um, I started writing when I was younger, but I stopped. I didn't really like get into it until, and I think I said this on the last show, um, my good friend uh, Elizabeth passed away and she was a journalist, a writer. And the month that she passed away, I don't know by the grace of God, I somehow got the talent and I was just started writing and it's been nonstop. I've had hundreds of hours of writing. Um, I had like half of a book written and then lost it. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm really into energy, um, raising vibration, um, being kind and compassionate and grateful for life, even in the yeah. darkest days, which happen often these days, you know? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't I know it? I know it. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate you. Uh, Life is frustrating, man. Bringing your light and your 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 energy. Um, that's what we need. We need that. We need more light energy uh, to combat all the darkness, uh, for sure. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you taught you. You said that uh, you started writing when your friend passed away. Uh, so, do you do you mm -hmm. feel like you kind of, in a, in a way, um, write for horror? for her or or sort of channel her spirit in a way um she i think gave me some kind of gift i mean it was just kind of like she passed the torch you know what i mean whenever she was done and because i don't just write about her um a couple of the first writings i had were super emotional um i do right. channel right so i do after meditation i end up having a bunch of words in my head that i can't really make sense until i put my hand to paper and then it kind of just flows out of me so i would say it's you know another being or my higher being it's coming from um but yeah it was it was definitely a gift it's something i will i will be thankful for for the rest of my life because it's gotten me through some, some pretty crazy times being able to decipher through the emotions you know yeah well that's awesome that's and it, it's the best gift uh anyone could have ever given you so that's that's amazing you got you're super talented it's a super amazing gift so you know don't let go of oh, it for sure for sure um well, what's what's the uh what's the uh 
next amazing poem you're going to share with us tonight. So it's called Every She's Poppins. It's uh, all right. So I'm kind of obsessed with Mary Poppins. Um, and it's not just Mary Poppins or, you know, Dick Van Dyke or anything like that. It's the whole essence of the show and her, the words that she says, um, the lessons that are taught in that movie stuck with me at a really young age. And I kind of always wanted to like, I, you know, exude that kind of thing where it was just like play, like play all the time, do what you want to do, but be kind and don't disrespect anybody else. Um, you know, sometimes the adults aren't right which is a big yeah. one, you know, and as yeah. adults, we need to take that lesson. You know, sometimes we just need to look at it at the kid's perspective. So yeah. Yeah. No, um, absolutely. yeah, I appreciate that sentiment. Through my, yeah. Through my awakening, she actually, I had this crazy meditation. And when I woke up from it, I was in a pretty dark time in my life. And when I woke up from it, I walked downstairs and I was like in tears kind of from the meditation. And there was a knock on my door and there was a lady that was dressed exactly like Mary Poppins. It was, you know, yeah, it was a lady there to read me a verse out of the Bible. And she, you know, I usually I'm, you know, one of those people where I'm like, yeah, I don't have the time. Sorry. I was like, nope, come on in. <laughs> and what I meditated, she read a passage about and I was like, okay, thanks for the sign. I needed it. And ever yeah. since that, she's just been, but why I wrote this real quick is because I was actually doing a little rap battle online with, with a couple people and someone knew how passionate I was about Mary Poppins mm -hmm. and he like, Took a day, shit, like, all, shit all over it. Yeah, shit all over. So I wrote this in like ten minutes to like come back at him. That's hell cool. yeah, hell yeah. Well, you guys <laughs> have been asking and begging me for more Robin, so here she is, guys. Ah, all right. Mary Poppins, she's always plotting, coming in hot with her umbrella sopping. When she arrives, attitudes they stop copping. Sugar we're dropping. Sidewalk paintings gonna hop in. We'll dance with colorful penguins spell ridiculously long words that have been forgotten let's get this party started i mean did you see the shit her bag was carting party favors for days to the bank she takes toppings not before feeding the pigeons and dropping all their do dro <laughs> dodging all their droppings speakeasy rooftop clogging boys covered in dirt soot they're mopping chimneys be rocking step in time i can hear bird calling jumping from roof to roof not even scared of falling or of the captain next door with his midday bombings but instead of bitching, they hold on to each other and break into song. They play away the day instead of focusing on their wrongs. Confident that if one of them is feeling weak, the others, they will become more strong. Because that's what people do for each other when they make an effort to get along. Love to laugh, it's a gas. With Mary, it'll forever last. A jolly holiday that will never pass. As long as you keep it alive in your heart, your being and you never have to part. It's a new start. The same course, but easier to chart. Even if the clock is running a little fast, you may be on, you'll be on time and that's a fact. Mary got your back. What a life it could be when you're drumming to your own beat, when you never have to apologize or explain a thing. There's no reason for you to compete. With mind, body, and soul alignment, your ego is set free. When you refuse to let your childhood act like sand slipping through your sleeve. If you never lose sight of your dreams, the whole world will lay down at your feet. That is when you are complete. Chim chim true, chim chim true. Again, ta-da at the end. That should be your signature. <laughs> I like yeah, that so one. Thanks. It's different. It's a different style than I usually. I'm usually like real deep and real serious, so I like to break it out. Right. No, that was that was a little lighthearted, but it was it was still deep. It still had an emotional message, and um, I mean, as someone who grew up watching um, 
Mary Poppins, and it was just like something. It was just like a my mom would quote phrases from the movie, and she would and she would sing uh, "Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious," and I can say that ten times fast. I mean, right. I yeah. Um, so I definitely appreciate that one. I think I think my mom would have liked that one a lot too. Um, I really Real like that quick, one. the funny thing: the last like little whole stanza is all names of her, either her songs or her movies. So like I tied in all the, the different. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I picked up. So I picked up. Like, I picked up a few references, but I didn't know. I, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it because I didn't catch like that. The whole thing was was at, yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, I I usually go back and, and watch the show a couple times because I mean, people write people on here, especially you and, and a lot of other people around here. You guys are so complex and you and you put had so many little Easter eggs in your in your things. Um, and. I would appreciate it if people looked back at my stuff and picked apart my verses. And I, I, I don't always expect people to do that, but because I would want somebody to do that, I, I try to do that for other people. So I'm definitely going to go back and, and pick that apart. Um, Absolutely. But That's going to be on my to-do list this week because it's something I lack in doing. I always seem feel like I'm too busy and I don't have the time, but you know, you always have time for whatever you want to make time for. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll put it on while I'm freaking cooking dinner for my family or freaking while I'm like, you know, doing something else, you know, uh, it, 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 you can just, it, it's, the sound is cool in the background too. It's like a podcast, you know, it could be, it could be non-visual too. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate all your support and I appreciate you coming on again. Thank you so much. And, uh, Thanks. We appreciate you. This platform's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll catch you again in a few minutes for your next poem. Uh, before you go, uh, Everybody go check out her Reiki studio, Reiki Soul Studio, and follow her on Facebook at Robin Bowser. Catch you again in a few minutes. See ya. All right, guys. So I apologize ahead of time. This is our longest, this is going to be our longest show yet. Um, so I, I understand if anybody has to get out of here, but I appreciate anybody who's staying and watching. Uh, and let's get on with the show. We're going to bring Uno back up here for his second poem. Let's get it. If I could click the mouse. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, maybe um, I should have done my other, other form glitch. <laughs> no, we're going to keep, we're going to roll yes. for as long as it takes, my friend. Well, of course, because as we always say, or I said from the first time I heard you, boom, go see Dylan Mike. So, you have the power to rock it. <laughs> because I, thought, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to actually wear my hoodie to match it tonight, but the place is too hot. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I have to turn off the air conditioner so it doesn't interfere with the mic. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I, uh, I, thanks for all your support, man. I really appreciate you being on here, yo. Um, let's see uh second yeah, poem you're going to be doing for us. Okay, so... The backstory, uh, as I said, it will be leading with mental health in mind. So I will give the name of the contact place and the numbers for Trinidad, which is called Lifeline, and their numbers will be 800-5588-866-5433. 220-3636. So those are the three numbers 
they could be reached at and they say it's a 24 hour hotline. So, because we all know that, as I will set it on Papi show, I coined the dark side. So, sometimes we all need to say about our own mental health. Hence, I created this poem, Vampire, talking about not only the mental health issue from what you will see for yourself, but we all know it have those people who seem to actually drive us there. So we have to understand ourselves and when we need the help, ask for it. Don't be ashamed to know that, to say, I need the help because if you're drowning, you don't want to be there with no one to help you. You want to be able to raise your hand and have somebody grab it because sometimes it is harder for those who you leave back when you go because certain things you might think for yourself and I learn in it about myself, certain things you just don't think you do it, but people will miss that because sometimes it's so hard to fill that shoe yeah. that you yeah. have that you don't you don't even think it's much, but to somebody else, it is the something that is the world today. Everything. It's the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I was saying at the beginning, there is always someone who cares. Yes. Um, there is always a, a person to talk to, a place to go. It, it, there always is. Uh, whether you think there is or not, there is always someone who's going to miss mm-hmm. you. Um, and, and yeah, so I appreciate I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you giving uh, um, those hotlines. And, um, and I appreciate you being, just being on here and, and just supporting mental health and the show and everything, man. Just thank you so much. Well, you're most welcome. So, right. well, uh, I'll get myself uh, in here. Myself. Now. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Vampire. In shadows deep, where darkness breeds, dwells a vampire of the mind. Feeding on self-doubt, sowing poisonous seeds. A predator, unforeseen and undefined. A soul besieged by sorrow's tide struggling against the weight of uh, ethereal night. <clears throat> Through the bleakness, a flame resides, a beacon of hope, a gleaming light. Though others seek to hide your light, draining your aura, allowing you to fall, with your own spirit, courage peaks. The vampire's grip, will no longer claim your soul. Whispers of tales to steal your might. Their words, fangs that pierce your heart. Yet deep within, a spirit takes flight, defiance, surging, eager to win. Every wound, a strength grows. In adversity, resilience sprouts. Darkness fades, allowing you to know how brightly your life hues can be brought about. No matter what, you will always stand. The find out that try to bind. 
with conviction strong, like a rock and sand, you will rise, rise above leaving shadows behind. In the darkest corners of your mind, glimmers of light await your chances to guide you forward unconfined. Embracing life's joys, spirited dance. Let the vampire feast on air. Their efforts futile, futile indeed. Each defeat you become aware, seeing that strength lies in the seeds of your creed. And the darkness seeds will sprout. The light of life they bring anew. Defeating doubt, dispelling droughts. True, <clears throat> though they all steal, they cannot steal you. Embrace your power deep within. Your stand be bold and bright. From vampires grasp, your spirit will win. Illuminating shadows with your unstoppable light. It's your light. And thank you. I like that. I like thank, that. You. thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, like, I mean, again, supporting mental health, writing a whole piece for mental health. Uh, I mean, tell us. I, I talk about, I like the, the, um, metaphors and whatnot that you use i talk about demons and and whatnot mm -hmm. and refer to the inner darkness like demons like that um too so i like i like your metaphors can you tell us a little bit about that in your own words okay so uh the joke about it um i actually stole the title from olivia rodrigo vampire <laughs> so that is when i heard it and working with um this mental health group um i said you know what what's the best way that i could express mental health and what how it befalls us it literally is the vampire who wants to um steal our shine it will try to bleed us dry mm -hmm. so doing that we have to find the person who could actually support us because sometimes, although, as you always say, it, it, there's always someone because you don't even know the total stranger next to you, how they could be your savior, even with the smile, they could do something you didn't even expect. You might be having such a bad day, even if a stranger opens a door for you you could actually realize weight. That is something that no one has ever done. And then you could see where you become the light for somebody else. Because I know there's the old cliche, if you cannot see the light, be the light. Mm -hmm. So like that. this is where, as I say, the light is what usually kill vampires and all these horror movies so we have to be the light to kill the vampires of other people's life hell yeah i like that i like that i like that killing, killing demons or killing vampires one at a time and yes 
we're, we're vampires. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. One love. One love. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, one more time before I get you out of here. Um, go follow his book or go go look at his book and, and hopefully buy it. Um, yeah. on Amazon is called Midnight. Um, yeah, and and one um fun fact if people goes and they are members of Prime on Amazon, they actually download the book for free on KDP. Oh, awesome, awesome. That's that's good to know. Y'all can go check it out for free, so there's literally no reason not to go check out his book, Midnight. Go visit his website, thepoetrycnrweebly.com. Um, and uh, uh, stay on here, uh, because I'm gonna bring you up at the end of the show to just say thank you one more time, of course. All right, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys, let's keep the show rolling. This is awesome. I am so blessed to have so many people who not only care like about other people's mental health, but you know, use use their art form as a as a platform to to help other people and, and through their mental health. It's it's awesome, dude. Um, so we're gonna bring Queen back up here and uh get the show rolling. Hey, what's up? Oh, my mic. I'm hey, how you doing? So, uh, what's the second piece you're doing for us tonight? It's called Cocoon. Cocoon. All right. Well, let's hear it. Not quite who I used to be and still not, still not done transforming. I'm alone up in the darkness and I'm far from being comfortable. The mountains that I climb on a daily got me humbled. I'm restricted in its chrysalis. A cocoon should be more formal. Balancing the reality of dead but not dying. My wings are being developed and my legs quit trying. This is just a scary dream, sleep paralysis reality. Praying for amazing grace to shine a light up in its space. Freedom, I just need a taste. Feeling like Jenny, give me wings and I'll leave this place. Restricted in afflictions, I get a grip on my intentions. I refuse to leave the way I came. My heart can't be the same. Far from what I used to be, and I'm constantly changing. Shackled by cocoon phase, I'm slightly, I'm silently fighting. I took the keys to Hell's Gate. My, de- my demons no longer want to play. Ascending from the ashes as a butterfly on a brighter day. That's that one. I like it. I like it. Uh, you want to you wanna tell us a little bit about it and what inspired it? Um, it's just basically talking about going through the cocoon phase um, of life where you're isolated and it just it's a dark place. But in that dark place, you find strength, you find yourself, you find that you're changing and transforming in ways that you never thought. And so looking back at the old is not necessarily where you belong because you're not quite the same anymore. But just looking towards a better day. Um, that's farther from where you're at. So, yeah. I like I like that metaphor. I like that metaphor a lot. Uh, just you know, you you, also, you have to shed your old skin, and the old things that used to work aren't going to work anymore. You know, that's you true. you have to evolve as a person and as a creature. So I, I definitely like that. And and yeah. butterflies are way better than caterpillars. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they, they have they have their own tattoos right on their wings, like built-in artwork. That's it. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. I mean, I would say that they are. That, when you're in that caterpillar, huh? Yeah, but when you're in that caterpillar phase, you don't really understand that it's something better. You know what I mean? And then right. when you start going through and you're transforming from that caterpillar to that butterfly, you're like, wait a minute. I want to go back there, not realizing that it's something greater that's coming. Like you said, some great tattoos and being yeah. able to move around a lot more freely and different things yeah. of that such faster. And so... Uh, it's just talking about the uncomfortableness of that transformation, basically. So, yeah. 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 I understand that. I like that. I, I really like that met metaphor. That's probably, uh, I mean, I've heard a lot by you, so it's hard to like pick a favorite, but I'm going to probably put that in one of my top favorites. Cause I, I really, I really like that one. And that's definitely one that I'm going back and listening to a couple times to, to really, to really pick everything apart and whatnot. Um, Cause I super love your metaphors. Uh, but uh, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Uh, stick around for the end of the show. I'm gonna bring you back up and say thank you. But before I get you out of here, uh, everybody go check out her YouTube. Miss Understood. That's Miss like M S Understood. Um, Queen K W E E N. Um, she got a show called Tree of Life, talking about spirituality. Um, and you can go follow her on Facebook at Queen's Crown and on Insta. You want to say the Insta for me? Um, it's called Bring It to the Mic. So B R I N G, the number two, no, I T, the number two, T H E M I C. Okay. Bring it to the yeah. mic. Bring it to the mic. Okay. I'm, I completely butchered that at the beginning, but we're just going to forget. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you coming on and uh, I'll catch you at the end. Uh, say thank you one more time yes sir. all right guys this is this is awesome let's keep the show rolling let's bring majixa back up here for her second piece hey how you doing hey. yo yo you liking the show so far it's a rockin thank you thank you i appreciate it i appreciate you coming on uh what's the second piece you're doing tonight revolution all right, let's get it. Revolution. Trust to time. That which is the reality of one's dreams. For in the end, it will be time that is the measure of truth in one's life. Time to tell which way to go, which signs to heed, how fast to speed. Crossroads are the black holes of time, where warp is the choice of dimension. Limitless are the choices, yet full of limits are the roads one paves with those choices. In the circle of life, the spokes of the wheel all connect with the inner center and the outer circumference so that one's inner life is reflected 
in the outer circle. As the wheel goes round, so do the spokes. Whichever speed you choose is the one which will determine the length of your life. Each revolution pushes one a little higher on the spokes as one grows closer to an outward reflection of the inner center. The revolution of life is a single day. The end. I didn't want to mess it up that time with the drum beat. That was excellent. I, I love uh, the, the spirituality um, uh, um, from you guys tonight. Um, I'm sorry. I lost, I lost track. There was something else I was going to say. I just got distracted by something on my screen. Um, that was, that was awesome. Do you want, do you want to tell us a little bit about it in your own words? Well, as one of our previous guests has mentioned, channel writing is one of those things that randomly occurs on occasion where you just open your heart. And the next thing you know, the words are on the page and you don't know where they came from. You just know that they came out of you somehow. And this is one of those that really just, it, it just felt like a revolution. It, it, it's, it's, it's just a cycle, you know, but it's the cycle of a day. And in a day, so many things can happen. Yeah. I, um, I like, that's not, see, with the word, with the uh, title revolution, it's not what I was expecting. Um, and, and I like how you kind of um, subverted the expectations of, of the audience in a way. I mean, maybe some people were expecting revolution, but most people, when they think revolution, they don't think of a revolution of a wheel, so, you know, one turn around a wheel. They don't think of that definition of revolution. They think of like, you know, revolution, you know. Um, so I like, I like the, uh, that you subverted the expectations, uh, or at least my expectations. So, um, that was awesome. I like that. Um, and I appreciate, I appreciate you sharing that with us and, um, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, just, you bring so much like uniqueness and just, uh, I like having, uh, just something, something different that not everybody does. And, um, I appreciate that, that you're, you're doing something that's, that's unique and out of the box. Thank you kindly, Dylan, for the opportunity to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'd love to have you back on at some point if you want to come back on. Um, and uh, just stick around for the end of the show because I'm going to bring you back up and just say thank you one more time. Uh, before I get you out of here, uh, you guys can go follow her at Majixa Musings on Facebook or go to her website, MajixaMusings.wordpress.com and uh, check her out there. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much again for coming on and I'll, I'll catch you in a few minutes. All right, guys, we got our last artist of the night. We're going to bring Robin back up here for her second poem. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you're, you're muted. Oh, I thought I was going to be so good this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I, I, I mess up things all over here. Uh, so what's the, what's the second piece you're doing tonight? Um, it's called Momentum. Um, it's something I've actually wrote recently. It was, I believe, the beginning of August. Um, just looking back at my whole path of enlightenment, in a sense, um, just, you know, kind of getting cracked open, 
um, I got real angry in the beginning when I found all the deceit and the manipulation and the programming that was happening. And I like, I, re I reacted not well. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. You know, I got angry. I didn't want to be around people. It was, you know, I hate everybody. You know, why am I here type stuff? And then it kind of hit me one day that like, that's not, that's not how I should be doing this, <laughs> you know? So I completely switched kind of switch my momentum on like where I was projecting my, my trajectory, you know what I mean? So I've started thinking of it in a more compassionate, more, you know, em empathetic and having more gratitude and acceptance for people and all the different things that they're going through that made them the way they are, who they are, and like kind of just, you know, be okay with themselves and be let me be okay with them. So, right. Cause you gotta fight the whole moment and an unhealthy way to fight the system. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm a warrior. I'll fight hands all day long. I said this on a previous episode to one of our previous guests. Um, you, you know, there's, there's the people doing riots who are throwing bricks through windows. And then there are the people who are on here doing what we're doing and, and, you know, doing what queen and Uno and Majixa and what we're all doing and shining a light um, and, 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 and do, and being a positive message for people and that is, like Uno was saying, that's more powerful than anything. That's how Absolutely. we're going to fight. That's how we're going to fight the, the darkness. That's how we're going to fight. We're all doing this on right, a exactly. platform for the Absolutely. public. Right. When exactly. 10 years ago, I couldn't even have mentioned any of this stuff or I'd have been called crazy. You know what right. I mean? And like, everybody would have been like, nah, that's crazy. And again, that's what this platform's too is. Like I was saying, I'm not a big fan of the the big medias and the, and the big companies and whatnot. And this is a platform where you can come on here and say whatever the fuck you want, however the fuck you want it. And, I like and, I, and I, and I really like love doing this and, and just giving people to the platform to, to speak. And I am so happy that you're doing it because I've been looking for something like this for a long time. And I think there's so many people out there who are looking for this. So people like in communities, you have the space to provide for people to come and do this kind of stuff live so we can actually get together as a you know civilization like we should be socializing and being friends and you know camaraderie all that stuff that we completely have gotten away from like open up your place open up your barns open up your you know your spaces your retail spaces so these people we can go out in the community and do this and spread our word because that's Absolutely. the biggest thing i think is missing that you know it's hard to manage money right now no matter where you are unless you're like super loaded you know i think everybody kind of rocky thing so like to spend money on renting a location and getting a dj and doing all this stuff you know like let's be i don't know what's the word i'm looking for um where you like <laughs> shit um, you uh you try to do something beforehand like pre-plan yeah yeah preemptive proactive. yeah proactive, yeah, proactive, preemptive. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely all right um, anyway so momentum that's that's the piece all that right. I'm gonna do. all right cool I'll, I'll drop myself out of here all right all right. Momentum. My earthly being was holding on to expectations that continually haunt her. Her spirit was dim, realizing she couldn't carry past burdens any longer. It was stopping today's energy from getting stronger. A force of nature, she fell to the programming and conformed to the masses. She lost sight of God's divine creature. She was no longer the being her energy was made for. Desperately, she tried to escape the devil's lure, using intuition, discernment to even the score acting out of unconditional love and intentions that were pure. Her life started changing and it became magical, in fact. She gained something that she never knew she lacked. What she gained was not just one thing. She would forever be grateful what compassion and unconditional love would bring. 
a change in perspective, her momentum now on an upswing. The end. Short but sweet. Well, yeah, no, I was going to say that was, that was short, but sweet like that. It was short, but it had, it had a lot of soul and, and, um, and yeah, passion to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. And I definitely. For sure. I like that. And that's, that's new. You said. It is. I just remember beginning of last month. So that's, that's awesome. It was just that's one of those awesome. things. Well, I, I get, like, I get these, like, I'll be in like driving down the road and all of a sudden a line comes to my head and then it's yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. And I have to, I have to write it down. And I, it's like, all of a sudden I have a song. Oh, I have a song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Write it down real right. quick. Yeah. I yeah, like that you yeah. pull over thing. I'm one of those people who probably don't pull over. And, yeah. No, I have speech defense on my phone. <laughs> I'm definitely guilty. I'm definitely guilty of like, I've, I mean, I think we're all guilty of, texting and driving at least at least once or doing something on our phone like picking music or something um but i have right. i have speech text on my phone and i'm definitely guilty of like pressing the button and like blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> you know yeah um yeah, absolutely but, except for that whole voice to text thing it's never never yeah, it turns out so that, it, always yeah sometimes you, you have to go back and edit it to what you actually said I but yeah, i appreciate yeah. you sharing it with us drumming that's my gem. I'll show you mine. Oh, awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's that's one of the ones I was talking about. Um, I don't know what, what it's made what that's made out of, but um that I used to that I used to practice with in school. Um but yeah, yeah. I really like that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um it's, it's an amazing thing. I appreciate you sharing that with us and I appreciate that like your momentum is in going in a positive direction lately, that it sounds oh, like. Nice. So that's awesome. Uh good for you. Um before I get you out of here, uh, everybody, you know the deal. Go follow her, her Reiki studio, Reiki Soul Studio, and follow her on Facebook at Robin Bowser. And um, we're going to see her back on here again, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, I'll catch you again at the end of the show. Thanks, Lauren. Uh, You're the best. Yeah, no problem. All right, guys. I know it's been a long night, but I still have yet to do my piece. And since this is a... Uh, two-part piece. I did the first part last week, but for those of you who didn't tune in, um, I have a clip that I'm going to play for you uh, before I perform the second part. So the first piece is called The Girl Who Loaned Me a Pencil, and um, I just sort of wrote it um, as a sort of reaction to all the the school shootings and stuff that I was hearing about and and watching on the news, and and but I kind of decided to write it from a different perspective um, to kind of highlight more of the the, the bullying and the and the mental health side of of school shootings. So um, I'm gonna roll that clip and then uh, I'll do the second piece. This one is called "The Girl Who Owned Me a Pencil." I tune into CNN tonight and I see my school building in the background. They're calling the shooting breaking news, as if no one wants to admit that something has been broken for a long, long time. All the teachers are crying as they stand huddled together outside the old brick building, clutching their chests as if to keep their souls from escaping. They stare into the vast, empty, and indifferent eyes of the camera, each of them wondering how such a wonderful kid could do something so horrible. But the only thought in my head, as I sit in the darkness of my room, eyes glued to the screen, is, how could she not? I didn't know her very well. I waved to her once, 
held the door for her once. She loaned me a pencil once. I saw her every day, but never asked how she was doing. I never asked because I already knew. I knew the day I heard the school counselor ask her if she was okay, and I heard the razor blades in her voice and saw the bullets in her teeth as she smiled and told him that she was fine. I knew because I was there the day she got chocolate milk dumped down her shirt in the cafeteria. I knew because I was just two seats over as spitballs were hitting the back of her neck during midterms. I knew because I heard the fake coughing and the names they muttered as they passed her in the hallway. I knew from the look of hopelessness and despair in her eyes every time she looked up from her phone. I knew when I heard the sobs as I walked past the bathroom. When no one else did, I knew. I watched day by day as her sleeves got longer and the bags under her eyes got darker. I watched day by day as all these little things added up to something that somebody should have noticed sooner. I saw the list of names in class one day. Her name was the last on the list. Mine was right above it. I find myself wondering, should I have told someone? Should I have done something? Would it have made a difference? Would it have made it worse? Did I even have the right to get involved? Was I on her list because I didn't? Why deserve the same fate as the others? Should I have gone to school today? In the months to come, they will begin to rationalize the actions of this broken girl. They'll blame the music on her iPod or the movies and games on her shelves. They'll say her parents didn't raise her right. They'll talk about gun reform like AR-15 is the name of some parasite committing crimes against humanity or some illness to be treated like the common cold. What we won't do is watch the school cameras for the footage of the weeks and months leading up to these tragedies. They won't look at the messages on her phones that the victims left uh, or the notes that the victims left in her locker. Nobody will ever consider her the hero of this story. Certainly won't look at the bodies in the hallway like they're the corpses of slain monsters. And pretty soon, none of them will remember the deadly smile of the girl who loaned me a pencil. But I will never forget it. All right, guys. So um, that's the first part of a two-part story. And that is a fictional story. Um, but I kind of tried to, like I said, write it from a um, perspective of, of sort of an observer. Um, just sort of somebody who watched this thing, watched this happen. And, um, you know, kind of has a little bit of survivor's guilt and whatnot. The next piece is um, from the perspective of the same character. Um, so it is a fictional um, story, but again, it's written from um, a perspective of, um, you know, an observer, someone who, who watched somebody go, go through something um, and failed to do something about it. Um, this one hits a little harder for me. Um, it is dedicated to one of my best friends, Bryson Edwards. He passed away in 2019. Um, of a drug overdose. And um, so this this poem definitely hits a little harder for me, um, but they are both equal parts of a two-part story. So uh, without further ado, let me get into The Man Behind the Mask. <clears throat> As I sit in the silence and darkness, 
beside what remains of a man I once knew, I find myself wondering how such a close friend could have hid so much, so well, for so long. He stares back at me with glassy, soulless eyes, the ghost of a smile still lingering on his pale blue lips, and wonders how I could possibly miss what has been right in front of me the whole time. It is now that I am forced to question everything, every conversation, every promise, every secret. Every time I asked him how he was doing, every time he smiled, his plastic smile, and said that he was fine. I tell myself that I couldn't possibly have known how horrible he was really feeling inside. I now tell myself that if he really needed help, he would have asked for it. I tell myself that even if he did ask, I couldn't have done much anyway. I tell myself it's not my fault. I tell myself I'll sleep tonight. I remember how he used to be. I remember the jokes. I remember the laughs. I remember the brilliant ideas. I remember the stupid mistakes. I remember the joy. I remember the pain. But most of all, I remember how full of life he was and how hard he tried to share that spirit of life with others. I remember how his personality lit up the world around him like a lighthouse over a dark stormy sea. I remember when he was a beacon of hope for me. I don't remember exactly when he changed. I don't remember the precise moment when the life faded away, when the light dimmed and he was lost in a sea of blackness. I can't put a timestamp on the day I lost my best friend, but I do remember seeing the look of vacancy in his eyes when he looked at me, like staring through the windows of a house that hasn't been lived in in years. I remember the cold, dark emptiness behind those glassy windows. I remember when I started to notice the thick, dark bags under them. I remember his skin, when his skin started turning the faded off-white of an old sheet. I remember him getting so skinny, he could have been knocked off his feet by a light breeze. His jawline sunken in, thinner than a razor blade. His cheeks sunken in like craters, ridges of bone nearly poking through the stretched pale skin. I remember the day he pulled his sleeves down to hide the marks on his arms. I remember seeing him less and less after that day. I remember the missed phone calls. I remember the unread messages. I remember the lies and the half-truths and the excuses and the things that he said that he meant in the moment, the things I wanted so desperately to believe. I remember wanting to help him. I remember not knowing how. I remember watching day by day as he vanished behind a mask. I just never thought so many smiles could be faked. Never knew such a tortured soul could be disguised behind such a thin veil. Never realized such a strong person could be so broken. I know, all the signs were so obvious, right? I would have had to have been blind to have not noticed it, right? How could I have missed it? How could I have not seen the war he was fighting before he became a casualty? How could I have not seen him at the edge of darkness and pulled him back before it was too late? Before he surrendered his soul to it? Before I lost him forever? Wouldn't a good friend have noticed sooner and done something in time? Of course. Part of me knew the man I once called friend was falling into the abyss. And yes, a part of me wanted to reach out a hand and save him. Part of me. But a much bigger part 
was scared to look behind the mask, scared to see what was left of the man behind it. So I did what felt better, what felt safer, what felt easier. I let myself believe that everything was okay. Yet now, here I sit, staring at the cold, merciless result of my ignorance, arrogance, and selfishness, the horrific truth of my complacency, the heartless reality of my inaction. Only now that it is too late to do any good, I found myself wondering, should I have known all along? Should I have kept a closer eye on him? Should I have called someone? Should I have done something? Does it make me a bad person because I didn't? Would it have made a difference if I had? Was I ever really his friend? Did I ever really know him at all? In the weeks and months to come, the missing piece of the world, the piece that some called son, the piece that some called brother, the piece that some called friend, it will fade into the background with a million others that have been lost to the sands of time. Even those who were closest to him will begin to forget the story that was told here. They will go back to their everyday life, drinking Corona with their friends and pretending nothing terrible has happened. Pretending like their souls haven't just been gripped by the darkness and come away stained. Then they'll make posts on social media about how scared they are of the illness that's sweeping the nation, killing thousands of people. Meanwhile, none of them will offer any, any solutions to the deadliest diseases of them all, the ones that are right next door to them and in their own backyard, because the simple fact is there's no brand of hand sanitizer in the world pure enough to wash away chemical depression. There is no vaccine for addiction, and I promise you there's no beer in the galaxy high gravity enough to make you love yourself. We can't allow ourselves to forget what happened here today. We can't forget the plastic smile of the man who lived behind a mask, nor can we allow this deadly virus to go unrecognized or unchecked any longer. We can't continue, continue to let this evil contagion spread like the chaotic wildfire that it is. Something needs to be done. Some action needs to be taken. I just don't know what it is. I'm just not the right person to ask for the answers. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I don't have a license or a degree. I don't have any formulas or a solution. I just, I just have this pencil someone loaned me once and this page. And this is not me offering an answer. This is not my attempt to make the world understand or even care. Nor is it a list of my regrets hope, the prayer, it is the least I can do. And um, that is that piece. And that is that two-part piece. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, before we get out of here, I'm just going to bring everybody back up and uh, just say thank you one more time. So uh, get you and you and you and you. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it so much. Um, you guys were amazing. You're all amazing. Um, one more time, go follow everybody on their social medias. Go um, to their websites. Go check out his new book, um, her Reiki, her poetry, her poetry, her new show about uh, spirituality, all of it. And while you're at it, give me a follow on uh, my Facebook, and uh, you can go subscribe on my YouTube, Dylan Lawler. Um, it's been a pleasure having you guys tonight. Thank you so much. Is there anything any of you want to say before we get out of here? I only hope there's a part three, you know. 
because those first two hit deep. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just uh, you guys are you guys are all such deep and emotional artists, and you guys all have your own style. I love you all so much as artists, and I hope to have you guys back on again. Um, I appreciate it so much. Uh, have a good one, guys. Okay, I'll, I'll catch Lost you again boys. next time. Thanks, Dylan. Last boy. Thanks, Dylan. Bye. Bye. Bye.